stationed by the mic. Why by the mic? As the microphone allows people to hear near and far, this podcast shares the goings-on of the Kansas FFA Association to members and supporters across the state. And welcome back to the t- <laughs> episode of Station by the Mic. Uh, this is your co-host, Eric Peterson, joined by... Uh, Rachel Sebesta, your other co-host. <laughs> and today we are joined by the home team. My name is Ashley. I'm Lydia. And today we're talking about the places that FFA has taken us. So first we're going to talk a little bit more literally. Um, one of my favorite places that FFA has ever taken me is Washington, D.C. I attended the Washington Leadership Conference when I was a junior going into my senior year. And I had an absolute blast, got to tour, see all the big monuments. Um, and it was really cool for me because I went when I was about a third grader and I didn't appreciate all the monuments and everything. And so that was my... I. I came back and I had more time to visit stuff and and got to uh, have the full experience while appreciating everything and it was an awesome experience all the way around. Uh, Rachel, oh, I was gonna ask you. So, what would you say to the kids who are sorry, the students who are potentially going to WLC this summer? I would say absolutely do it. Fill out the scholarship application and uh, attend WLC if at all possible. I met some really cool people there. I um, learned a lot about leadership. Had some great, uh, great opportunities and um, got to sightsee a little bit. Awesome, Eric. Sounds like a really impactful experience. So if I had to choose a place um, that FFA has taken me that's been um, somewhere I never expected and something that I didn't know that I technically needed was when I went to California uh, with the International Leadership Summit for State Officers in January of this year. We started at Sacramento, we went all the way down the coastline to San Diego, and we saw a whole bunch of new types of agriculture to me. So we got to explore orchards and big giant greenhouses that covered, you know, literally square miles. We got to see aquaculture in person, like caviar. Um, There's a video of me um, acting surprised. And there's also a video of me choking on an oyster on Kansas FFA. So if you're ever, (laughs) yes, if you're ever, like, ever interested to see what my face looks like, like, it's there, um, it will always be there. And that's kind of scary. And yes, Ashley was not brave enough to try one. And that's an important point. But um, there was a wide range of ag from, like, like, biodynamic to more of a traditional sense. And it just really opened my eyes up to what the whole scope that agriculture can be and also gave me some ideas that maybe I could implement in my own practices, like taking care of my like soil and my grass to become more productive in my cattle operation, which is you know something I've heard talked to me about in my K-State classes, but never something I truly considered as an opportunity until I saw it in action and I saw like um, the farmer who takes care of his soil's grass compared to his his neighbor right across the fence line who was all destitute but his was so lush and green and um i always remember this um kid from virginia his name was charlie Mosier. we walked to the top of this hill with the green grass all around and he kept going oh my goodness oh my goodness and had his camera out and was like filming everything um that's definitely a core memory for me ashley what makes oysters so gross I just think they look slimy. I've never actually had one. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> Can't just judge the book by its cover. Zero <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> it lo- if it looks slimy, smells slimy, it probably also tastes slimy. 
Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Lydia, where is FFA taking you? Yeah, so, man, FFA is just a life changer. But I would say my first ever, like, big event I went to was National Convention in 2018 as a sophomore in high school. And, man, that really changed my life because that's when I grew closer to my chapter and my ag teachers. And just the moment you walk into the stadium, just my heart just started to pound so hard. And it was an incredible moment, and I'll never forget it. And I think that's when I really realized that, wow, FFA is my home because I was born and raised in Japan, so I was new to a lot of things. So just FFA, you know, took me under their wings, and I was able to flourish in it. And so that's definitely my biggest biggest place FFA has taken me. So Yeah, huge kudos, kudos to uh, National FFA yeah, and their absolutely. national conventions. They always impress me every single time. They're, they're just like a whole league above. Yeah. And I think that brings us to our um, last but certainly not least person. <laughs> yeah, Lydia, you talked about an FFA experience that changed your life. Oh, my gosh. I totally understand. I remember coming to state convention um, with my chapter. I think I came to my first state convention when I was in middle school, like 2015, maybe. Wow, I feel old. Anyways, <laughs> so came to my first state convention, absolutely fell in love with Manhattan, fell in love with the campus, fell in love with the atmosphere of what state convention was, and I just kept coming back, came back every time they would let me. Um, begged my mom to take me back to Manhattan every chance I got, um, and that was a really big reason why I decided to come to school at K-State was those experiences that I had at state CDEs and state convention in Manhattan. Um, we're really excited to welcome students back to Manhattan this spring for state CDEs and state convention. State convention happening June 1st through the 3rd. So ask your advisors about what state convention is and what you can do to start preparing for that experience because, wow, it'll be a good one. Yeah. I have to totally agree with you, Ashley. A lot of the reason I came to K-State was from FFA trips and um, after, you know, competing or whatever, just messing around, getting ice cream, going up to Manhattan Hill, stuff like that. Um, I decided to come just because the vibes were so good here. Even as a high school student, I kind of knew that this was for sure home. So um, let's move on a little bit to the more figurative side of how FFA um, has moved us and how we've traveled through FFA. Um, Rachel, what's where's FFA taking you? So my FFA kind of story kind of starts off with an actual travel story. Um, my sophomore year, my FFA advisor, Mrs. Stover, was offering job shadows for students to sign up for. And I signed up one, for one for agricultural education. And I had already been on one to Wilson. And I wanted to see something a little bit different. And by golly, I was like, Mrs. Stover, I want to drive all the way across the district um, about 263 miles to go visit Blue Valley to go see Mr. Meals, who is an absolute um, amazing agriculture education teacher that we have. Sadly, we're going to be losing him. He's going to be moving into administration, but we always know that we'll have a great friend in Mr. Meals. Anyway, uh, I <laughs> drove the 263 miles to Blue Valley. Uh, I Maybe not 263. But I drove, I drove the distance. It was 263 round trip. Sorry. 
I drove the X amount of miles to Blue Valley only to arrive 30 minutes early because their classes start at like 8.30 instead of 8, um, and which kind of was like a what moment for me, but I, Mr. Meals eventually showed up, obviously, and we kind of got into it. I got to see him work with some students with IEPs, um, some shop classes, horticulture, animal science, and that experience really cemented for me the want and the desire to be an agricultural education teacher. And here I am at K-State, an ag ed major, um, in a really full circle moment. Um, Mr. Meals is now my like professional like advisor um, that we set up with through Miss Kane to kind of guide me through this year. I've met him twice so far in that role and we've had really meaningful conversation uh, of course shared over only the best dessert in Manhattan a cookie bake and um, he's brought a lot of value to my life in a really short time and I could honestly not be even more grateful for you know where that FFA has literally taken me to this strong relationship that I now have awesome that's that's so cool that's awesome Rachel mine's kind of similar to yours it just, FFA really brings me back to the people that surround me. It's just, I felt really lost when I came here after, you know, moving from Japan to here. But FFA truly was and is my home. And especially my ag teacher who walked up to me one day at lunch and told me that you were going to go to Green Hand Conference. And that event changed my life. <laughs> it really did. And there's still a picture floating around on Facebook. You can go find it, but it is very cringy. <laughs> but that was so memorable. And FFA has truly made my life so richer. And it's gave me a purpose to want to be better and do better. And it's really set me a, a direction and a path um, to confidently just and with courage go move, move forward to those goals that I have in life. And you know, everyone's experience, everyone's stories are different, but we can all be proud and confident with where we are and um, confidently walk the path that's in front of us. So it's, That's yeah. so cool, Lydia. I got to, like, I, it's funny that you said that because I'm going to kind of bounce off what you said <laughs> yeah. from my experience because FFA taught me a lot about, um, about finding a family that isn't necessarily blood. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, you have your officer team and mm-hmm. then there's the cliché, FFA family, like, (laughs) the FFA family, but, um, it was, it's really taught me a lot about that, a lot of how to be close to a group of people Mm -hmm. that you just met for, as far as, like, the district officer team goes, like, you, we were only together for a couple months before we were really tight, and, like, um, high school officer teams, we, we get, we get friends just by traveling together and having those shared experiences, and, and, FFA really has a lot of diversity in it from backgrounds and and all sorts of different things. So that's um I I got to totally agree with you that that it really provides unique opportunities through unique experiences. Yeah. I guess that leaves me. Wow. <laughs> um one of my favorite places that FFA has taken me, you know, besides Manhattan, Kansas is kind of the reason that I am in Manhattan, Kansas. Um, I've been judging agronomy and crop science since I was probably eight or nine. It's been a really long time, but it wasn't until I got into FFA that I really fell in love with it. It was just kind of a thing that I did 
um, up until that point. And when I got into FFA and I became a part of a team and had advisors who supported and pushed me to do my best in that contest was when I really picked up a love for the content and what that contest was. And I pushed myself to be even better. Um, and we did tons and tons and tons of research in our ag classrooms, just trying to prepare for contests. And honestly, that has brought me to K-State to study agronomy. And I can't tell you how much I draw on those experiences from researching in the classroom and gaining those skills through the agronomy career development event that have truly helped me in pursuing higher education in that subject area. I mean, it is remarkable to me how much the contest really overlaps with the things that we are learning in class, the things that are industry relevant. I think we've done a really good job of doing that, not just in agronomy, but in all of our CDs. Yeah, that's that's so true. It's crazy to see how many um, of those high school experiences lead to actual interest mm-hmm. in a real career field and something that yeah. I think is, is super unique to FFA, uh, that you have those real world experiences that will actually help you in your career. So uh, does somebody have a plug for Leader Lab? Yes, I certainly do. So this year, we're very excited to announce that we have two Leader Lab and Stand to Deliver conferences. On March 18th, we'll be at Fort Hayes State University. And then on March 19th, which is a Saturday, we'll be at Emporia State University. All of our Kansas FFA members are invited to attend. So we'll work on things like goal setting and defining your leadership style to becoming a better public speaker and gaining confidence in that subject matter. But you're going to have to act pretty quickly because registration closes March 11th. So that'll be three days from this podcast being posted. So if you really want to attend, talk to your advisors. I think the registration fee is a flat $40, if I'm correct. Right, Ashley? She says that is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I believe it is $40, and it's just a day thing, so hopefully your chapter won't have to book a hotel room or something. Um, But we hope to see you there because we know it will be a very impactful experience. Yeah, from everything I hear, the uh, facilitator that we're going to have is absolutely phenomenal. He's one of my all-time favorites, for sure. Awesome. So, thank you guys for tuning in um, to Station by the Mic. Thank you. Thank you. Say thank you! Thank you! (laughs) Is there any other business which should now be discussed? I have none, Madam Vice President. I now declare this podcast adjourned.